0: We talk a lot about what are the most common types of cases that we get in our agency. And today we're going to talk about one of the least common types we get, which is corporate embezzlement, where somebody in a company steals money from the company. Usually it's a bookkeeper or an accountant or somebody in a place of authority. And here's an example of that kind of a story uh, from Nevada. The owner of a Henderson construction company was swindled out of half a million dollars uh, where the bookkeeper... Um, was writing fake checks, created fake companies, fictitious billings. This is very common. Um, and they did this for many years and stole half a million dollars. A couple key takeaways. First of all, this person had a criminal record. They checked references but did not do a criminal background check. The person, a few years earlier, had theft from another business where they did basically the same thing at a smaller scale. Um, they worked at this construction company for five years and went to every kid's birthday party planned picnics the whole nine yards here's the thing we've talked about this before anytime we do a corporate fraud case the person in the case that's the actor the criminal the fraudster is almost always the most trusted person in the company in fact many times when the Fraud is discovered, and we present the findings to the business owner. The business owner doesn't believe it. Can't be them. That's the last person I would expect. Very trusted employee, longtime employee. The second thing that happens is the biggest loss that the business owner is facing is not always the money, it's how do I replace that person? That person knows everything about my business. They have all the key passwords, they have the logins, they have all the information. So the money loss, that's one thing, but the role replacing that person is going to be very difficult for the company. And in this case, the company even said they almost went out of business. They may still go out of business. Half a million is a lot to lose for a company. The other takeaway is the schemes are almost always the same. When you have payroll, accounts payable, other types of outgoing money, a bookkeeper or an accountant basically has control over your financial future. They can create ghost companies that sound like a vendor you might be paying money to, same similar name, but is really going into their own bank account. There's also been schemes where somebody has created a fake employee and just put them on payroll and the money goes to their own account. Unless you cross-check and double-check every financial transaction, you're not going to know this. And look, an honest bookkeeper an honest employee is not going to mind if they're being checked out. If you check their work, you check their their math. You have your P&Ls audited by an outside accountant. If they're honest, they're not gonna take offense to that. Matter of fact, they'll be pleased that you're watching out for the financial interests of the company. If you have a, an accountant or bookkeeper that says, look, I don't want you looking at my stuff or why don't you trust me, that's a red flag because an honest employee is kind of welcome that kind of scrutiny because they wanna make sure they're doing it right and another pair of eyes helps. In this case, this could have been caught much earlier Even if you didn't pick up the criminal record on the person, having your books audited once a year would help. Even if you randomly check things, you know, go into your um, bank statements and pull maybe five checks at random and just look at them and and have another employee or the business owner or manager go through checks and ask, what did this go for? What's the invoice for this? Is this employee in what department? Many of these schemes can be prevented before they happen. There's also what we call the fraud triangle where anybody at any time could end up being an embezzler and you might think well some people just don't do that that's not true every single person in the world I don't care if their mother Teresa could be in a position where they would steal money if they fall into what we call the fraud triangle it's like the Bermuda triangle if three things happen to that person they will commit fraud one is that they have the opportunity and the ability to steal money And you might think, well, everybody in my company has that. Well, that's not true. Some people can steal some money, but not all the money. Some people don't realize that they have the ability to steal money, and they find out accidentally. We had a case we did a couple years ago where an employee discovered accidentally that there was nobody watching over their corporate credit card. They had a corporate credit card to be able to purchase office supplies. They accidentally used it at a gas station putting gas in their car. They pulled the wrong card out of their wallet. And nobody ever picked up on it so now there's fraud triangle part one they can do it part two is they have a need to do it most people don't think they would ever steal money from their employer until they have a serious financial event their kid gets sick husband gets cancer they have some financial event they're getting foreclosed getting evicted right and all of a sudden they need money they need ten thousand dollars fast otherwise there'll be a very serious problem maybe a legal problem well now they think, well, my, I know my company has $10,000. They won't miss it. I'll pay it back. But it's still not enough to get them to do it. The third leg of the fraud triangle is what's called justification, where people in their mind will look for a reason why they're not really being the bad guy anymore. Maybe they were passed over for promotion. Maybe they feel like they're mistreated by the management. Maybe they feel like they deserve it because of what they do for your company, and they're not recognized enough. Once an employee or partner in a company has all three of those things, it's guaranteed they're gonna embezzle. Now, it may not be anything more than a box of pencils or a stack of paper from the copy room, or it could be $500,000. You wanna eliminate all those steps by having things cross-controlled. Look, you can't control in somebody's life what financial stresses they have, so you can't eliminate number two. Number three, you can work on by having a good corporate culture, people being validated, The only thing you can really control is, number one, somebody having the ability to do it. And that comes from having cross-controls, even something as simple as having different people open the mail every day. Because if your bookkeeper opens all the mail, they can hide documents and records that would disclose their fraud. Maybe once a week, the owner opens the mail. Maybe another day a week, um, the office manager opens the mail. Right? So you have something that will... Break that chain of fraud in your company. Again, it's not a common thing. We get maybe two or three cases a month like this, where we get hundreds of cases in other areas, you know, uh, online scams, Bitcoin scams, probate fraud, asset searches. So, corporate embezzlement, company embezzlement is not huge. You know, it's not quite even one a week, but. When it happens to a company, it can be devastating. It could put the company out of business, and you lose a great employee, where you may be able to prevent it in the first place by short-circuiting those three legs of the fraud triangle.